From Gimlet Media, this is The Nod. I am Brittany Luce. And I'm Eric Eddings. So, a few weeks back, we wanted to celebrate the launch of this very show with a live taping of The Nod. Yes, and it was the definition of lit, of popping, of hopping, of jumping, <laughs> skipping, everything. It was like it was like the most fun that could possibly be had on a Wednesday night. All honestly. the verbs. Basically, exactly. But you don't have to be salty if you missed it. You don't have to be like that. Because today we are going to share a portion of that live show with you. This game that we played with our panelists from that night, Amina Tussauds from Call Your Girlfriend and On She Goes podcasts, and the writer from The New Yorker, Vincent Cunningham. Yes, and the two of them were perfect guests for the very first edition of a new segment that we're going to debut right here, right now. Enjoy. We like to call this Good for the Blacks. Yes. I love that music. I just, yeah. It puts you in a mood. It's want, so good. I want it's... it to play when I come to the club. Like, actually, like when I step out. That's... I'm not going to roast you for not going to the club, though. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we've all been in the position at some point where we're faced with, like, an awkward thing that is, like, somehow related to black people. Like, there's a time that we found out that the guy who carries the nuclear football for Donald Trump was a black man. It was a little strange. Caught me off guard. I am still shocked. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, or the fact that like the Medea Halloween movie made almost a hundred million dollars. I don't know how to feel about that. And like we're often forced to quickly decide, like, is this phenomenon actually a good thing for black folks? You're pressed at the water cooler, like, how do you feel about Snoop Dogg and Martha Stewart's talk show? Great. And you're like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. like, frankly, these are really time-consuming decisions to make. So that is where we come in. Yes. With Good for the Blacks, Eric and I, and tonight our esteemed guests, yes, we break these phenomena down and we take an official vote to let you know definitively whether or not this thing is good or bad for black people. We're doing all the work for you. We are saving you hours of so Twitter searches and <laughs> think piece scrolling and like sleepless nights. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> So today we are going to be talking about this season of The Bachelorette, which features Rachel Lindsay, and she is the first black bachelorette. Right. So as she is the first black (laughs) bachelorette, like this season has been full of cringeworthy moments and also like very awkward racial conversations. But I will say there has been some genuine romance. And what we're going to do tonight is we're going to have a nice little roundtable discussion. And we're going to basically decide like, was this worth it? So, Vincent and Amita, if you look on this table back here, everyone has a church fan. Um, because oh, we're amazing. about to take a, just a quick vote. Yes, up down. Um, because we're, we keep it official around here. So basically, um, <laughs> for the initial vote, this yeah. is how we get for the initial vote. If you think it's good, you're yes. going to have a brown thumbs up. thumbs up emoji with Obama's face. Yes. True. I know you guys can't wait to see who's on the back with the thumbs yeah. down. And on the other side of thumbs down, this is Ben Carson. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just... We try to make it easy for you. Yeah. So I think we, we'll just go down the line. Uh, Brittany, do you want to up down real quick the yeah. Bachelorette? Yeah. Right now, I, as of right now, um, and this could be controversial, I don't know, I'm st- I still think it's good. I actually would, I'm a hard 
bad for the blacks. I personally am. Straight up. The, the entire phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's insane. It's amazing <laughs> for black people, especially for black women. So, yes. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm going to also go good. It's you know, good for the black. That's fine. Somebody's got to go out on that limb. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm okay with it being me in this particular moment. <laughs> okay, Ben Carson. <laughs> really hurt like that's mostly what Brittany says to me on a daily basis uh let's dig into the pros and cons my only real pro is that like this is the like most amount of black people and especially like black men i've ever seen in like one hour of network television like yep. is fascinating uh but that actually is all i got so <laughs> uh mina do you have a pro um, I only, I mostly have pros. It's one, she's a black woman. So like, yes, that's always good. Two, like what other TV show do you have on like mainstream, like white TV where a black woman just gets to do everything she wants? She's like out here traveling. Yes. She's like buying these dummies watches. <laughs> she is <laughs> out here sledding in a weave. Yes. Just... <laughs> A good weed. Just like living your best life. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, she's like, she said that she grew up in like majority like white spaces. And I'm sure that like when she was younger, she was not the hot one in like middle school or high school. And so like, what a great scam to come back on TV (laughs) and like kiss all of the boys who rejected you when you were younger. You know, she's smart. She's beautiful. She's like better than most of the other bachelorettes we've had. And even though the producers, like, set her up for all of these, like, really dumb conversations about, you know, it's like they let a racist on the show because, Mm. and they thought that, like, we wouldn't know. It's like, you guys do better vetting than the entire Trump administration. There's no way a racist gets on here and, like, they don't know. But at the same time, you know, like, she's been able to have these really, these conversations with, like, black men that I've never seen on TV. I've never seen, like, two black people on TV, like, say, hi, I've actually, like, have never dated a black woman, and the black woman, like, doesn't flip a table and instead says, <laughs> I didn't know that about you. That's, you know, like, that's fine. And then have a real conversation about that. Mm-hmm. So I think the black bachelorette is, like, net positive. Vincent, I want to know, what what are your pros? Every aspect of the show is, like, sort of, like, funny and kitschy and absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a part that I just truly enjoyed where this guy's, like, ex-girlfriend shows up at a basketball game, and it's just like... Okay, everyone, you've seen, you're aware <laughs> yeah. of what I, um, and I just thought that it's kind of stupid and it's like a little bit banal and like, that's the true meaning of equality. When we can be just as absurd and stupid and occasionally like crazy as anybody else. In some way, she's, uh, Rachel is more liberated in some way more powerful than like Obama because he like means mm. something, right? Yeah. And it yeah. has to do with politics and the same people that watch the Bachelorette are like they like. I'm sure there's someone who like hates Obama, has like burned him in effigy, and is a Rachel fan, right? <laughs> like and loves her. Like. And there's this weird way in which this kind of thing is able by you know by the way that it's kind of weirdly like antiseptic and it doesn't pretend to mean too much that it can do more work than the like explicitly political. My pro is like. In this context, unlike pretty much anywhere else in like pretty much all media, like two things that this black woman gets to do. Number one, she's the prize. She's the Disney princess. These dudes are sitting around playing ridiculous mind games with each other, trying to like impress her and like get her attention. 
And the other thing that she gets to do is she is like making out with everybody. Like I had never really watched The Bachelorette before. No, she's and a serious horn dog. Like, yeah, no. Uh, I don't even want to talk about it. There's this guy on there named Peter. Peter, thank you. Peter is fine. Exactly. Peter is fine. Peter is fine. Peter is so fine. And also I've done like so much deep Instagram stalking of Peter. All Peter's friends are black from back in Wisconsin. It's so deep. It's so deep. It's so deep. But like there, like in the episode from this past week, there's this date that she has in like Switzerland. And because well, that's what you do on the third date. And yeah. she's like in the snow in like the Swiss Alps, like snuggled up with Peter's fine ass. And she is making out like she she and Peter spent three hours in a hot tub on a date a couple of weeks ago. I was like, whoa, like this is amazing. They have this thing called, is it the fantasy suite? Mm, that's yeah. what it's called. And in the fantasy suite, it goes down. Thanks, Hank. Thanks, Right. And I love that this black woman is going to have sex with all these dudes. You know what I mean? And all of them are like, man, they're like, I hope she likes me after the fantasy suite. And like, no one's like, oh, this black woman is a bed wench. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, she doesn't, like, she gets to totally, like, this is a real black one right here. And she's going to have sex with four of you. And all you guys are going to be shaking in your boots, hoping that she thought it was good. And that's amazing. But the thing that I the thing that I want to know though from you though Eric is like I'm very curious why for you is the representation just not enough? I think this gets us into the cons. The but, one con. Well, <laughs> I could go deep, but like for me the representation I actually agree with almost all of your like all your pros. Like Rachel is awesome. Like she's really fun to watch. She's really relatable. Like she looks like the people I know. And it's really exciting to see other people watch her just be herself and like this volume of people. But like how they like treat the people on the show, specifically the black people on this show, like really actually rubs me the wrong way in a way that like other dating shows, like even like like for the love of Ray J, you know, like <laughs> doesn't actually like bother me. This man me has that a much. PhD in love of Ray J. Like, yeah. Don't laugh. He knows. He knows. <laughs> Classic peak TV, actually. But seriously, though, like the the people on the show, like they they put all the black people in this like really awkward position to the point where you can see how you can see how cognizant they are that they are being watched and how uncomfortable they are that they're being watched. Uh, there was one bachelor, Kenny, uh, and he was getting into it with Lee, who's like the racist bachelor. <laughs> like, I mean, we just got to be honest about it. And like, he was calling him aggressive, and you know, he like they were trying to tell the guy about it. and It was just this like weird back and forth. Actually, actually, we have a clip. Tell me that's not aggressive. <sighs> tell me that was not. <laughs> I'm not going to say the words, man. But why? He, you know, if you're going to be honest. <sighs> When you call him aggressive, there is a long-standing history in this country of regarding uh, black men in America as aggressive uh, to justify a lot of other things. So he's, right? he's the guy that gets mad and plays the race card and tries to get away with everything he does. I don't his own think he can't control himself. Listen, I don't think he meant to play the race card. I think he truly was yep. offended by it. Really? By that choice of word. Being a black, I'm gonna get emotional. The pressures that I feel about being a black woman and what that is and how, I, I don't want to talk about it. 
I get pressured from so many different ways being in this position. And I don't, I did not want to get into all of this tonight. And I, I already know what people are going to say about me and judge me for the decisions that I'm making. I'm going to be the one who has to deal with that and nobody else. And that's a lot. So like that, that is good TV. I'm sure people like really enjoy that. It's a moment I probably shared around a lot. But I don't know how healthy that is, you know, like to put these put these black folks in this position where they constantly have to do this work of like educating, you know, the, the racist white folks around them. Like, that's a lot for me personally to see them go through that and like have having to deal with that. And like, sure, maybe it benefits like, you know, like a few, you know, uh, a few white people in, in, in middle America who've never come across a black or person in before or in New York. Let's be real. <laughs> But, like, it just, I don't know, it just seems like a lie. To me, like, I'm not sure that that's worth it. That clip makes me think, because, like, as I was, that was happening, there was this, like, weird, like, piano, like, boom, boom, all this happening. And it made me think, right, that a thing that we grew up with that doesn't really happen anymore, just, like, the very special episode, mm. where, like, Kelly, like, is all of a sudden on speed, and she's, like, <laughs> you know, like, I'm she's so a maniac. Excited. Right, I'm so excited. Um <laughs> And weirdly, I think this goes to like how we think people learn this kind of lesson. Because weirdly, the ways that we've been doing it, like whatever it is, like my work, think pieces or, or whatever, the ways that we've been trying to do this work, right? In ways, it, something's not happening. So maybe the very special episode is, has always been the way. I, I truly do believe that there are people who do not understand that, like, the word aggressive is a coded, can be a coded word. I truly, I still, I do believe it. And I just wonder sometimes, and maybe that's like a really, maybe that's like a condescending thing to think, that like, this is like the bachelorette is the way that someone's going to learn something that they didn't learn in, in any other way, but I, I do wonder. I think that for me, like, having her on a show like this, even though the show itself is like very mediocre. But I'm like, my God, we like deserve to be mediocre like everybody else. Because I think that the experience of watching television as a person of color, and I think especially as a black person, is that you are always on this like high alert for how the person on the screen is going to embarrass you and like the repercussions that it's going to have for you. And my God, white people don't watch TV like that. Like they just get to enjoy it. And so I, you know, like, I, I just want to watch dumb TV and enjoy that too, right? And it's, it's the same reason I watch Love and Hip Hop. It's the same reason I, like, love for the love of Ray J. Like, he's a mastermind. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I do love the VH1 shows. It's actually specifically, like, the Bachelor, Bachelorette franchise that feels, like, feels off to me for some do reason. Do you like the other shows because they, like, there's, like, no... Uh, there's no like intermingling in the other shows. Like they they're separate. Separate you know, but equal. Yeah, they're separate but equal. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. Like the black shows are separate but better. But better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it might be. Like, I mean, it, for the most part, like even and actually one of my favorite shows is like uh, Real Housewives of Potomac. Ooh. Uh, real Housewives of Potomac is I can't watch that show. It really stresses me out. That's a show one. that I think is actually bad for black people. Ben Carson. But <laughs> 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 like. Feel- like that, that show is that show is intense, but they have they have like similar conversations. But what is fascinating to me about it is like it's happening within a lot of different uh, like class dynamics and even even racial dynamics between different black people. And like something about that 
feels more like normal and a touch more comfortable, if you will. If maybe, maybe if it's just because like having that conversation, even having another difficult conversation with another black person, honestly, is not as taxing as as doing that same work with someone who is white because it's just like there's certain points that you just don't have to concede. Like there's a little bit, there's a little bit of baseline. Even with Ben Carson, we could probably get to some piece no. of common ground. <laughs> Good luck with that. Going out on hope. He's gonna tell you a story about getting stuck up in Popeyes and he's going to do that's going to be the end of that. First of all, he called it the Popeye's establishment, <laughs> oh, yeah. which is how I know he As did not go does. there. <laughs> Wait, but I want to hear what your cons are. What is like not making you excited about The Bachelorette? If there is a con, I think it's the way that the black guys are situated. Because at the beginning, there's like this weird jockeying where the guys are like making alliances. It's like, is this a pack of wolves or yeah. are these? You know, it's like weird sexually, but that, so. Th- their situation, in my my sense that, like, these guys have an upper hand. Like, the thing happened to me where I was, like, thinking about them, like, they're going to appeal to her on racial grounds. And <laughs> Come on, Rachel. Yeah, exactly. Do it for like, the culture. Yeah. They're going to make an oblique reference to, like, church fans or something, and it's going to work on her. And then this is... Um, that, like, I felt that happened to me immediately. And then after that, I was like, ooh, that's kind of fucked up. Well, one of the problems that like compounds it honestly is class, right? And mm. I think that a lot of times when people think when people think like very simplistically about race, they're just like, okay, here are the things that divide us. But the thing on the show that has been really fascinating is like this thing that you were saying with the men is that Rachel clearly comes from like a better off background. And the truth is that like a lot of the men like do not. That dynamic also makes me really uncomfortable. They never talk about money on this show. Mm. They never talk about like people of color and like access to money. And even the idea of a hometown date is crazy. Like, if I had to take somebody to a hometown d- date, like, you're only meeting my family. Like, you're definitely not meeting my family. That's crazy. Like, because I, <laughs> you know, like, not everybody comes from this, like, weird cookie cutter, like, functional, like, idea of what a family is. And so they just, like, they, they, like, just, like, culturally pit you against each other in a way that is, it's like the show has not caught up to where America is because mm-hmm. even a lot of the white bachelors, they all have black friends and black family members. Mm-hmm. Like I did a deep dive on all of their social medias and they're like, <laughs> they're like all down for the swirl. I was like, this is not shocking. You know what, like, you know, like they will all know what to do when they put their hands in her hair and there's a track. Like nobody's going to flip out. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that that's like, that's what's sad about the show to me is that ABC is still stuck in like 1950 and it just, it just blows my mind to me that nobody is like making a TV show that can appeal to people on multicultural grounds. I also like don't believe that somebody is watching this show and going, oh, like I've learned something about black people today. <laughs> I think that like people are fairly set in their ways. Like they like people are good or evil for like different reasons. But like TV is not like TV is not the educational tool that we think it is. That feels like a strong con. That does feel like a strong because I'm like my only con was like I think they could have picked her some better men. <laughs> You know, I was like, there's some yeah, guy like, who What kind of now. man goes on a TV show that, you know, like, you know, that to, like, meet somebody if to, there's to one marry? Peter, they're all idiots. If there's one Peter, there are more. But um, yes. it is actually time for us to take our final vote, starting with Vincent. My final vote remains. It is good. But I will say that I actually am very uh, compelled by Amina's thing about maybe I am a little bit of a Pollyanna about TV. I believe in TV. But maybe I believe in TV too much. Mm. Especially network TV, which is in this weird thing where, like, I don't even get it. I'm one of these, you know, cord cutter people. I watch this at my in-laws' house. So I hadn't thought about the sort of diminishing power of TV in this at all. So, like, 
part of what maybe I thought was a pro might not be a, as much of a pro. Come to okay. the dark side. All right. <laughs> Such a heel. Always an optimist, but you know. I mean, I remain very pro. Get it, Rachel. Get all the things. So, one, I am here for Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I think, <laughs> I think it is significant, like, who she is and how she is on TV. But I still, I don't know, something still feels, I don't give them that much credit for, make, for doing this now. And while this season has been, like, really enjoyable, surprisingly enjoyable, I don't know, it still kind of doesn't do it for me. So, <laughs> sadly, my vote has not changed. You don't look that sad. <laughs> you don't look that sad. But I say bad for the blacks. Y'all know how I feel. I'm here for Rachel. I think that she is among the best of what America has to offer. And hopefully our society won't devolve to this point, but it's possible our children could be celebrating her in Black History Month in, <laughs> in 20 happen. years. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm riding the wave of the future. Good for the blacks. All right. So, wait, what does that bring the final? I think, I think I'm outnumbered. I think, I think that means the Bachelorette is good for the blacks. Yep. All right. So if somebody asks you, you already know what the answer is. Unless you're not black, in which you should deflect to another black person. Yes, please. <laughs> and if Don't do it. There are no black people around. You need to take shelter. <laughs> After the break, we are going to do a lightning round of good four, 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 the blacks. So um, we are going to do just one lightning round yes, of good. good for the Blacks. Okay. So I'm going to give one topic really quick. There is an album that came out recently. Yes. Oh, God. That is basically Lipstick Alley on Wax. I'm talking about 444, okay? <laughs> Jay-Z's album, where he, and he admits that he has been cheating on Beyonce since she was in her late teens when they met, up until... He, some people say he turned 44, but basically up until like Blue was born and he realized that you should treat your wife like a human being and not cheat on her indiscriminately. Um, but the beats are hot. Shout out No ID. Shout out Guru. <laughs> so Vincent, what do you say? Good or bad for the blacks? It's a fantastic No ID album right? mm-hmm. with occasional thoughts from Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. <laughs> However, the, the things that make the album popular are bad for the blacks. Interesting. So I, as a black man, want more credit than to think that I need to be 40-whatever years old to learn how to like be a, be a human being. So there's like the love part, which is stupid. And then there's the part that's the whole, his whole economic thing. You want to know what's more important than throwing away money at a strip club? Credit. You ever wonder why Jewish people own all the property in America? That's how they did it. Financial freedom, my only hope. Fuck living rich and dying broke. I bought some artwork for one million. Two years later, that shit worth two million. Two years later, that shit worth eight million. I can't wait to get this shit to my children. Yeah, I don't think that capitalism is the answer for black people. So, bad for the blacks. Mm. Amina, what say you? I'm also squarely uh, bad for the blacks. Because... 
black men, like, you know, you just, you get so many opportunities to grow up in a way that, like, black women don't. Like, that was really hard. But I agree with you. For me, mostly, it's all about the economics of it. I, you know, I think it's, like, a smidge, like, anti-Semitic, which is not cool. Mm, Um, You know, just this, I don't know. It's like, like, black people have an obsession with, like, uh, Jewish, like, financial structures that make me very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. all, all of the time. And they just, like, throw out these, like, anti-Semitic, like, sayings, like, it's cool. I don't think that that's true. But I also, yeah, I'm like, capitalism is not the way that we're going to get free. And, like, credit is obviously, like, amazing. But uh, Jay-Z needs to, you know, like, he's not, like, telling people why they don't have access to credit, right? So I'm going to take him up on his, you know, like, on his new wisdom. In order to be good to my credit, I will not be participating in, like, any of his live shows Mm. (laughs) or touring. (laughs) <laughs> I know, I know. I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of struggling with this one, because the thing is, obviously, I sympathize with all your criticisms, and I don't think he should get that much credit uh, for like realizing that he was like blowing up his life and fucking up his relationship. But I do think it's important that he did this publicly in this way. Like seeing that was fascinating because I honestly just didn't. I thought he was going. I thought he got dragged and eliminated, and I thought that was kind of going to be a little bit of the end of it. I thought he was going to shuffle off, you know, and like keep trying to push title, and like we would go <laughs> like from there. So like I, I, I would say I didn't expect this, and I think I think it's it is at least good to see it and that it happened. Mm. Uh, so I would be a little more generous with Jay-Z. Also, it's just, it's just like, it's just better than like American Gangster and Kingdom Come. Ooh, like Magna Carta. It's a, Magna Carta, Holy Grail. Wait, I didn't wait, even want to talk about it. better than American Gangster? It's better than Magna Carta, which was Okay, American Gangster bad. is an argument to have. But, yeah, oh, yeah. But <laughs> it's an argument to have. Okay, but, okay, okay, uh, okay. But I would actually, I would say squeaking by Good for the blacks. Okay, so I'm not going to lie. I struggled when I heard you guys' takes, Vincent and Amina. But I'm going to be honest with you guys. The album slaps. And (laughs) it sounds good. And when Beyonce shows up on that track, like every time I'm sitting there, I'm thinking like, I go back and forth because I'm like, wow, this man really played the shit out of you. And you are rich as fuck. And you are so sexy and you are so good at what you do and you're such you have such great business acumen. And I'm like, you should just leave him. But when she's on the song where she's like just ah, I'm like, wow. Like I just wanna throw up my windows and clean and I just it feels like church. And that's a distraction. And sometimes I cry listening to that. Um I will say this. I remember when, I can't remember the name of the album. It might be Life is Good, the Nas album, where on the cover he has, uh, he used to be married to Khalees, for those of you who've been living under a rock, and um, another man who blew his life up and didn't survive. But he, um, who's married to Khalees? She divorced him. She filed for divorce when she was seven months pregnant. You don't file for divorce with somebody at that point. If they, they he fucked up. So he, uh, when she left him, the only thing she left in, in their closet was her wedding dress. And so he's on the cover of his next album like, oh, I'm living good. I still have my wife's old, my ex-wife's wedding dress. I thought that was so emotionally immature. My boyfriend at the time was like, yeah, sticking it to this bitch. And I was like, okay, cool. We, we broke up. But, um, <laughs> but no, he didn't actually say that. He didn't actually say that. But, uh, but it was close. Um, but like I was wondering, I'm like, will... Ever publicly in hip hop, any male rapper progress emotionally beyond this point. And I don't think that Jay Z, I don't think anything he did was excusable. 
But what he did was beyond this bullshit that Nas put out five years ago or whatever that I thought was so toxic and so stupid. So actually, I think it's good for the blacks. Oh, man. And now we're at a, we're at a point where Split we have a tie. Decision. So I think, I think we need to put it to the audience, right? Yeah, we do. We do. All right. So uh, let's start with good for the blacks. 444. Audience. 444. Ooh. Wow. I can't tell if that's thin or not. Yeah. How many of y'all think it's bad for the blacks? Give me a boo. Oh, sizable. I think that the good sounded a little bit more vigorous. So I think that actually the room has decided for the culture, 444 is good for the blacks. All right. Damn. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Congratulations, you guys. Congratulations. <laughs> you guys, you guys are good for the black. They're not as good for the black. That's right. <sighs> that was such a fun night. It really was. Like Vincent and Amina were great. Yes. And for those of you who are listening, you should definitely check out their work. We'll link to their stuff in the show notes. Yes, and do not worry if you missed the live show because there will definitely be more in the future. But if you want to be among the first people to know every time we have a live event, you should definitely make sure to subscribe to our newsletter, which you can do by going to gimletmedia.com slash The Nod. Or you can follow us on Twitter at The Nod Show. And Brittany. Yeah? You know what else there'll be more of? <laughs> what? There will be more times when someone will come across something that they aren't sure is good for the blacks. Mm, mm -hmm. And we are dedicated mm. to help you in these moments of severe confusion, confusion. and distress. Mm. So if you are struggling to decide if something is good for the blacks, email us at goodfortheblacks at gimletmedia.com or you can tweet at us at The Not Show. Just be sure to use the hashtag good for the blacks. Yes. Be careful in the hashtag. Yes. Could get dangerous. <laughs> the Nod is produced by me, Eric Eddings, with Brittany Luce, Kate Parkinson Morgan, and James T. Green. Our senior producer is Sarah Abdurrahman. We are edited by Jorge Just and Annie Rose Strasser. Engineering from Matthew Bull and Cedric Wilson. Our theme music is by Khalid B. Special thank you to the Jerome L. Greenspace for hosting our show and our DJ for the night, DJ Grandrew. And we may have mentioned this once or twice before, but as we are a new show, you know, we're trying to spread our wings. We're trying to grow. We're trying to bring more people into the fold. So we would appreciate it ever so much if when you go on Apple Podcasts, you would just rate and review the show. And, you know, I can't tell you what to do. I can't control you. But I can suggest politely that you leave us a five-star review. 